In Rio, one of the things the protesters are most angry about is the city's plan to clean up its slums, or favelas, ahead of next year's World Cup and the Olympics in 2016. Part of the plan involves evicting longtime squatters who often have no place else to go. But there is a good side to the plan. For some residents, it's meant a vast improvement in their living conditions. The world's Jason Margolis visited one of Rio's favelas, called Babylonia, just before the protests in Brazil began. Copacabana is the good life in Rio. Postcard beaches, seaside cafes, bars, and nightclubs. Venture up into the hills, though, just a few blocks away on a steep, curvy road, and you're in a different world. Babylonia is one of the city's oldest favelas. About 3,000 people live here. Their homes, built into the steep hillside, look like they could fall into the ocean at any moment. Mudslides are a problem in Rio's favelas, as is inadequate sewage and a culture of drug violence. Two years ago, though, the city began revitalizing Babylonia. City engineer Mauricio Toshtish is in charge of the project. Toshtish points to a new playground where children are playing in the center of town. He says this area had been used as an impromptu garbage dump. The city is also putting in a community center and proper sewage. Babylonia is an experimental green favela, with vegetation being added to help prevent soil erosion and mudslides and beautify the neighborhood. Locals are being hired as gardeners. Toshchish is also tearing down unstable houses. The city compensates the displaced homeowners, relocates them to newly built apartments, or moves them to another community entirely. It's up to them to choose. Toshchish looks at a home clinging to the hillside. He's ripping it down to expand a road that can accommodate cars and trucks. Currently, only motorcycles can fit through. It's all part of an overall plan to integrate Rio's favelas with the rest of the city. The challenge is to carry out urban development with quality of life, promoting urbanization with social inclusion in practice, counting on the community's active participation in decisions that will certainly change many lives for the better. But before the engineers can come in and do their work, the police arrive. The state of Rio de Janeiro sends in pacifying units. They announce they're coming in a few days beforehand, and the drug dealers move out. This helps prevent a showdown. That's how it worked in Babylonia. Carlos Antonio Pereira is the president of the community here. The security here has given the people of this community dignified living conditions. We were abandoned for many years. Then the government had the courage to come in and do something about it. A few cops with big guns have also remained behind. John Carlos, a youth soccer coach, says they're welcome here. He was hanging out at the town barbershop, three stools and a mirror on the side of the road. He says the changes here are excellent. Kids can play on the streets until late at night and don't have to worry about stray bullets. Not everyone seems as satisfied with all the changes, though. When we were walking, one woman confronted city engineer Antonio Toshtish. The woman was saying her son has the rights to the land that Toshtish had cleared to make room for the service road. Toshtish told her to take it up with the mayor's office. I asked Toshtish if this happens a lot. Yes, he says. But he shrugs and says the mayor's office has already paid the family to relocate. Now the woman just wants more money. Toshtish later joked that half the people here love him and half hate him. Bruno Suzo Santush is in the second group. He lives in a favela northwest of the city. 
He says his community is suffering because of the improvements in places like Babylonia. He says when the police announce they're moving in, the drug lords pick up and move down the road to other places like his favela. In the next breath, though, he says he'd welcome the police in his neighborhood, but they haven't arrived yet. Back in Babylonia, 74-year-old Zilda Dacuña Martins loves the changes she's seen. She just moved into a new two-bedroom apartment with reliable running water for the first time in her life. I'm very, very, very happy. I used to live in a big house. It was a good house, but it was falling apart and we couldn't afford to repair it. When this chance came up, as we say in Portuguese, we hugged the opportunity. Almost one and a half million people live in Rio's favelas. The city of Rio has set a goal of revitalizing all of the favelas by the year 2020. Given the current unrest, they might need to speed up their efforts. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis.